G'day, g'day, and welcome back to the Bradley J Driver Experience. You're here for episode 60, that's 060, and wow, I'm pumped, I'm excited. I hope the title of this episode gives away what we're talking about. It is the monthly wrap-up. Installment number one, this is something that I'm aiming to roll out every month if you guys enjoy it. For 2021, it's just an idea that a mate of mine, Caleb, threw my way. He said he felt that when I dived into personal conversation about my goals and the challenges that I face, you know, the successes and the failures that come from those challenges and all the little things happening in my life, he said, I enjoy listening. Maybe others would too. So here we go. We're throwing it out there. And bloody hell, what a start to 2021 it's been. I can't believe how quick January's gone, you know, I'm sitting here filming this on the 1st of Feb, hoping to have it out tonight, and it's it's just crazy, it's mind-blowing how quick the first 30 days or 31 days has gone, but for so many great reasons, there's been a whole heap happen already, I'll quickly start by wrapping up the end of December though, um, so much happened in December, and I just want to speak for like a minute on 42 for CF, my charity event for CF Australia, Most of you listening to this or following me on socials will know that I've got cystic fibrosis. If you don't, head back. There's heaps of pods where we talk about it and dive into it. But I ran an event, which I also released a pod on, 42 for CF. 12th of December, bloody best day of my life. It was an emotional roller coaster. It came with so many challenges. I cramped at 26 kilometers. I felt every step from there on out until that 42.2 kilometers was achieved. And I've got to say that lying there at the end of that race, having, well not race, that that event, having my family members, my best mates, the team from Cystic Fibrosis Australia who have been an incredible support to me in this event and just so many incredible people around us supporting us. We raised $55,000 just that feeling of getting up and seeing everyone there at the end, it, it honestly was the best day of my life. I had the pleasure of giving about five and a half minutes, six minutes worth of a speech, you know, immediately after that. And it wouldn't surprise you that I'm a man of many words and, and also many emotions. I shared so much in that speech, but the most powerful thing for me in, in that whole talk was just the last little thing I've said at the end, and I think you would have heard it if you've listened to this pod before in those CF episodes, but you know, 24 years ago, a doctor told my parents that I would be better off with a terminal illness because it would kill me or I'd get over it, that CF would ruin my life, and I just said, you know, fucking look at me now, and for me, that was that was a moment that just felt like 24 years of hard work from not only me, but my parents and my sister to keep me really healthy, to keep me on an amazing path. And, you know, a successful path with cystic fibrosis was all worth it. All the hard work, all the adversity and the challenges I've faced, you know, the scary moments, and there were plenty plenty of them in 2020 with a few little ups and downs in my health, but it, it was all worth it in that moment. So I'm really thankful to everyone who supported that journey. Like I said, $55,000 heading towards Cystic Fibrosis Australia to you know, help with the advocacy, research and development of life-changing and life-saving drugs um, is a great feeling. And we're looking forward to rolling out two events in 2021. Got a meeting about that next Monday, so I guess I'll keep you guys posted on socials. But at this stage, it looks like Wollongong will be an annual event in the council's calendar. 
and we're going to roll that out like mid-October, so we make sure we avoid those hot summer's days. It's not fun to run 42Ks in the heat. And I'll tell you what, it bloody wasn't fun to run. Well, it was fun, but it was tough to run 42Ks on a mild day in summer, let alone a hot one. So we'll try and steer clear of those summer months. And manly, probably mid-year. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. I'll update you all on that very soon. But yeah, 2021. Um, firstly, you know, one thing I want to address is I think there was so much naivety heading into this year. 2020 was a year that tested the world. It, it literally did. It tested the world like no other. The pandemic, we had bushfires here in Australia, floods. It really was a challenging year, not just mentally, mentally and emotionally, but economically. But there was this naivety that with 2020 wrapping up, 2021 was just going to wipe the slate clean. And that's not the case. You know, we've seen straight away we've had crazy times to begin this year, crazy times in the US, crazy times here in Australia and also within our personal lives. You know, if I go to, to a more personal view on this, I thrive in chaos and that's something I learned. And when I mean I thrive in chaos, I mean that when faced with adversity, I, I really come out swinging and I seem to come out the other side better for it every time. And that's a trait that I'm proud of. I feel like it's something that's ingrained in my DNA. And, you know, you can't run from chaos. It found me in 2021 already. I've had a few ups and downs of my health, which, you know, thank you to everyone who, who's messaged in the last week or two. I had a few more bleeds in my lungs. And um, whilst those bleeds were there, um, funnily enough, I actually feel amazing and my lungs feel very functional. So, you know, it took a week and a half off, but I'm back running and back moving about now, slowly but surely. So, you know, chaos will find you. Adversity will find you. Get comfortable with it. You know, I think... I'm, you know, I'm a fan of a guy like David Goggins, right? But I'm also a little bit sometimes, I guess I, I look at it with a very realistic and look at it, look at it from a more, I guess, more reserved point of view because, you know, a guy like David Goggins really speaks about being mentally strong and mentally tough and pushing yourself to breaking point. I don't think you can do that all the time. But the one lesson that I love out of a guy like Goggins or, you know, a, a guy like Jocko Willink who's maybe even for me, more motivational because of the discipline and the consistency that he speaks of. And he speaks of it in a very, um, I, I guess, a very applicable way to most people is to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And I guarantee this year there'll be plenty of times where you're uncomfortable. So just get used to it. You know, learn to roll with the punches, learn to get knocked down and get back up. So, you know, that's what I'm all about in 2021. I said that I wanted to change my life this year and I meant that. And along the way, I know there's going to be bumps in the road. So for, you know, for all the bumps in the roads, though, there are going to be so many amazing moments. And part of what this is about is to share, like I said, those triumphs and those failures. One of the little exciting things happening in the beginning of this year is I'm moving into a new studio, a new office space. If you follow me on social, you'd see that I spend pretty much you know, 30 to 30 minutes to 60 minutes of every morning at, you know, the most amazing little cafe in Australia, Lee and me. It is just a spot where I've really enjoyed having coffee and at times brekkie or lunch. And it is a gorgeous double story heritage building right in the center of the city here. And it is actually now the home of, of the podcast. And I found a little space on the top level of that building, which is a nice little Nice little cozy, and when I say cozy, it is a little tight, but it's a, a beautiful little office space 
that I'm going to set the studio up in. So a little bit of soundproofing going in there, a little bit of work around there at the moment to set it up. So we've got a, a set basically where we walk in every day, the mics are ready to go, the laptop's there, ready to open up and we can shoot and just literally triple down on content. And I want to dive into content because I want to talk a little bit about the direction and the focus of this year. There's a few things that I note from last year, you know, you know, I felt like one of my downfalls is my organization skills. And that's probably always been the case in anything I've done in life is I am, I am known to procrastinate a little bit, but I am a very sporadic mover in business and in all the things that I do in life. And I easily get excited by an idea or something I want to do and kind of lose focus on the little things that need to be done. And a lot of the the time, the little things are those admin jobs or the organization that leads to the biggest successes. Sort of it's, you know, that behind the scenes work that is really important. And a big part of getting great guests on this show is being organized. I just felt that I spent too much of last year organizing last minute and didn't really get to focus on planning those months ahead and making sure that the content was well spread out, that, you know, in the space of a month, you were hearing a variety of different topics from a variety of guests. And that was one of the focuses for this year. So literally in probably the first day or two of the year, I started putting aside time every day to sit down to research the guests that I wanted to have on the show, why I felt like they would be the right guests for the experience in 2021 and to lock them in and to move forward with those people. And, you know, if they didn't want to be a part of it or I couldn't get through to those people to find people of similar nature and just to continue to delve in and organize. And I'm glad I did because I've got some amazing guests coming up. You know, the next seven guests, are, you know, potentially seven of the biggest guests I've had on the podcast, which is really exciting. And, you know, like all of the 59 episodes prior and episode 60 today, I hope you enjoy them and I hope you get a lot from them. And what I hope you get from them is is one of two things or two of two things, to be educated and entertained. And I know someone who I follow pretty closely, Isaac John, the head of YKTR, talks about that a lot, the, the power of the power of social media, but how to be successful on it and the power of podcasts and how to be successful in that space. And you literally have to be able to do one of or both of those things and it's educate and entertain. And when I say educate, you know, I don't hold myself in a high regard as an intelligent being that is going to educate you more than you already know. What I mean is I hope that the conversations we have here have some sort of positive impact or influence on your life. And that's the reason I get guests on because my guests are quite often, you know, nearly in every case, smarter than me in the certain topic that we're discussing. And, you know, they're experts in their field, they're experts in their walk of life, or, you know, they are the leader of their journey. And that's why I have them on to share those tips and tricks. And I guess as the host, my job is just to provoke thought, to lead direction of the conversation in a well, to lead the conversation in a direction that you guys as the audience, as the, the viewers would or the listeners would really enjoy. And so this year, yeah, really want to inspire and educate and then also entertain, you know, good bulk of my audience here, I think, is within that demographic that just want to be entertained as well and, and enjoy those serious conversations, but also enjoy 
you know, the playful nature of, of like the YouTube and the social content as well. So YouTube and, and Instagram and TikTok and those sort of platforms will be a space where I collaborate a lot in 2021 as well and look to get together with creators that, you know, can come on and, and add a dynamic to my platforms where we can have a little bit of fun and entertain people and, you know, outside of those deep, meaningful conversations, which will be, I guess, the driving force of the podcast in 2021 to have those other platforms as the avenues for the, the real fun stuff as well. So I'm really pumped and, you know, I want to make sure whilst you're listening to this, please send me feedback. Like if there's something as a, as a listener of this that you really enjoy, send me some feedback. Let's, let's dive into a chat. I'm, you know, never shy to dive into a conversation with people and hear what they like, what they didn't like and what they'd like to hear more of in 2021. Also, if you feel like you're someone who could collaborate with me this year as a creator or a professional in your field, I'm, I'm literally open to anything and everything. I won't say yes to everything. I want to make sure it's authentic and it's, it's something that I really, really believe in or really enjoy myself because I feel like the moment you get away from who you are, then it becomes disingenuous and, and the audience, you guys will see that and feel that. So, you know, if you feel like we could collab this year, hit me up. No hard feelings if it's not going to work out. It's just part of it. Um, I guess, you know, some of the other things like goals for this year, I just put out a post today saying, you know, everyone will have goals for 2021 and I want to hear two goals that everyone has, but more importantly, two behaviors that you need to practice to make sure you achieve those goals because, a lot of people go into go into goals and New Year's blind. They feel that just writing a goal on a piece of paper will result in success. It's actually the behaviors and the changes that you make. It's action and intent is literally what it is behind those goals. Otherwise, you won't achieve them. You won't have success in that space. For me, it's something that's something that I had to become super self-aware of in 2020. And as I become self-aware and really started to implement behavioral changes, I had success with achieving those goals. So it's something I've been adamant about this year that I'm really sitting down at the end of every week and checking myself and saying, am I doing the things I need to be doing to be on a path to seeing those goals ticked off? And, you know, like I said, it's February 1st. We're already a month in. There's only 11 to go. Those months pretty quickly chew up when life's busy and you're productive and, you know, if you don't check yourself at the end of every month or even at the end of every week, you'll pretty quickly fall behind on achieving the things you set out to this year. So just be mindful of your goals, I guess, to be even a little bit more personal on where things are in my life right now. Greg and Sharon Flood are the owners of Inspect Wollongong. Their job to provide you with a building and pest report, identifying the good and the bad in each property, and giving you the necessary advice to move forward. Keen property investors themselves, Greg and Sharon love helping anyone who's keen to get into the market. And it all begins with a home that will stand the test of time. Get in touch with Inspect Wollongong via the contact details in the show notes. I'm really trying to be ultra productive every week and setting some some real um, direction and setting my weeks up in, in a very professional manner. It's very easy as, you know, I do this for a living. So firstly, I want to say, if you listen to the show, 
if you share it, if you interact with me and engage with the content. Thank you so much because this is my bread and butter. You know, I have a mortgage, I have bills, I'm like every other human. But, you know, where I'm a little bit different is I do this for a living. I create for a living and hopefully entertain and educate for a living. And without you, the audience, you know, this wouldn't be a thing. I wouldn't get paid to do this. I wouldn't get paid to promote brands, products and and things on my podcast. And that's how I survive. So thank you so much for just being a part of the journey and being a part of the, the listening base and the audience base that continues to help this grow and and continues to allow me to live my dream so I really appreciate that and you know I'm fully aware that whilst whilst that's a blessing to do what I love for a living every day you can also become quite complacent you you can at times be I guess be a little bit too enthusiastic about the freedoms that you have as as a self-employed creator and fall off track and that's one thing I, I'm really sort of setting anchors at the beginning of my weeks and locking away a certain amount of hours every day to be ultra productive and not just being busy for the sake of it but being productive with the tasks that I need to achieve. I did have you know three sponsors at the end of last year and um, I lost two of those sponsorship contracts at the beginning of this year which you know really appreciative to those two people but they've just taken different directions in 2021 with their marketing which you know I'm about that too so those people are still big parts of my journey and still good friends and it just meant that I had to lock down and really find some more sponsors so we're doing a lot of individual sponsorship of the show this year to you know if you feel like your audience or your target market would be found within a particular podcast episode based on who that guest is and the conversation that we're going to be holding. You can reach out to sponsor that episode individually. So that means a little bit more work on my end, but it's work that I'm happy to do because number one, bills need to be paid, but also it actually has bigger upside for the companies involved anyways. Then, you know, just being smart, like money doesn't come as easy. I was a real estate agent before who had you know, a base salary and also commission. I want to earn really good money last year, but I walked away from that to pursue happiness and purpose in life, which, you know, I don't regret that for a second. I absolutely love this and I'm just in such a positive place. And I think if you know me personally and you've known me for a few years now, you'd, it's noticeable to see the change that I've had in my life. I might actually share a little few more of the photos of me, like when I was living in Melbourne and living out that life, I just, I just look unhealthy. I look unhappy. It's crazy, but I don't want to get sidetracked. You know, I'm, what I'm talking about here is really anchoring myself at the beginning of the week and being smart with my money, checking my ego. I can't afford to eat out every day. I can't afford to waste money. This is a time for me to build, but I also embrace that. Like I think if you're going through a financial struggle, embrace it, understand the learnings here. You know, my family are always like, oh, you know, if you ever need money and I'm like, I bloody love that they want to support me, but I want to do this, you know, I want to carry this weight on my own back. I want to learn from this. I think if you continue to find people to help you out of the tougher situations and the struggles that you're within, you know, if you get people to fight your own battles for you, you don't really learn, do you? You don't get battle hardened. And I want to be battle hardened by the challenges and the failures that I face because I know that there'll be a moment where I'm standing on a stage delivering a speech to a crowd and, you know, this is something I envision, you know. I know that there'll be a day where I'm standing there, that Gary V moment where he's on stage, you know, 
thousands of people in the audience listening to him talk about how he made it, how he built his brand, how he built his personal brand and his business. And I know that when I'm standing on that stage, whether it be five years, 10 years or 30 years time, I want to look around and, and say that for all the challenges I faced, I faced them with the support of my friends and family, but I faced them off my own back because, you know, you, you have to face the consequences of your actions and the consequences of my action, the action being quitting my job, pursuing my passion and my purpose in this podcast and, and content means that I don't have the financial security I used to. So until I do, it's my job to, to deal with it. And so I'm being really smart about that this year. I'm, you know, sometimes not going to be as social as others because it means I save my money and, you know, really and realistically, you know, that old saying, the best things in life are free. Well, they bloody are because nothing gives me more joy and happiness than waking up at 4.45, going for a run at 6am, diving in the ocean and just being around the people I love. So I can, you know, I can attest to that for sure. But there's been some, some little financial struggle at the beginning of this year and I'm fighting through it, still standing, still moving, you know, just blessed to be able to continue paying my mortgage and continue continue on this path, this journey. So I want to change my life in 2021. I'm being very vocal about that. I have a few goals for this year that I think will will be catalyst to that change. And when I say change my life, you know, 2020 was the, the best year of my life to date. And I mean that. And, you know, one thing I'm actually pretty proud of is if I look back at every year, I feel like, you know, incrementally I change and positively impact my life a little more every year and I learn a little bit more and become more self-aware 2021 I felt like almost like it was bloody much more than years past but this year I just I've set a couple of goals that I think can really push me on a path of success and a path of real personal development one of those goals was to stand on stage five times this year and, and deliver a message and share my story. And I believe that there's a, I believe that especially people within their late teens, early twenties could benefit a lot from some of the life experience I've had. Definitely people who face, you know, chronic illness or health challenges as well. And, you know, I, I risk sounding a little bit righteous here, but I just feel with some of the adversity around my cystic fibrosis and, and some of the learnings and the life experience that I've gained through all of that, there's some help that I can, that I can share. There's some really helpful insight I can share on life and some of the lessons I've learned. And, you know, just as someone who's pretty vocal about following purpose and having big dreams and making sure that your dreams scare you a little bit. I just want, you know, I love when the people around me are all pushing themselves and really challenging themselves too. So I just think a world where we're all doing that, and people feel comfortable sharing that more importantly and opening up and and being vocal about it you know that's exciting so that's one of the reasons I want to step on stage a few times this year I also want to basically I guess grow that social audience you know this like this can sound really superficial and you know take it as you like but I want to grow the social audience to about 20,000 people this year on Instagram why not because it looks good, not because I think there's some clout to be achieved there, but for me personally, I feel that I know the positive impact that some of these conversations and some of my guests and the podcasts we share 
and the 42 for CF journey has had on individuals. I get the messages, you know, I've seen the comments on, on Facebook when we've done the news story. I've seen the messages, I've read the messages, I interact with people daily who flick me messages and, you know, I'm so humbled by it, so thankful for it. And I think, you know, we've just shy of 2,500 followers now to know that I have that much positive impact. If I could just, you know, if I had 20,000 followers, that's 10 times the people that are being hopefully educated, inspired, um, empowered and just encouraged to do great things in their life and that's just an amazing feeling. So, you know, on to 20,000, on to 200,000, on to bloody 2 million. I want it all because I just want to help as much as I can. And I don't say it because I'm, I feel like I'm righteous or I feel like I know everything. I don't say it because I want you to think, oh, wow, Brad's so impressive and people are inspired by him. But I say it because I honestly believe I can help in some way, shape or form. And if it's the most minor positive influence on somebody's day or somebody's life that allows them to be a little bit a little bit more themselves and to get a little bit more out of their potential well you know I'll be a little bit selfish and I'll be a little bit righteous for that so really pumped to grow the audience this year I just you know really excited to to have 242 for CF events this year we raised 55,000 for that event last year and to know that that money is going towards what is a really, really monumental period in cystic fibrosis history with some of the drugs that are now on the market that will literally, you know, change or save 90% of CF lives. Just really empowering feeling and I'm, I'm excited for this year. I'm excited to see one of those drugs in particular, Trikafta or Caftrio as it's known in some of the other places around the world, will hit the market and I'm one of those people who will be blessed enough to be able to try that and to some people having some really life-changing experiences on that drug so I'm, I'm really pumped to, to see the money that we've raised go towards the research development and advocacy of drugs like Trikafta here in Australia so two events for 2021 and hopefully take it international in 2022 you know the, I guess the one thing that I want to leave you guys with is whilst I'm doing these monthly wrap-ups to, you know, it's to keep you guys updated and, and to allow you to come on the journey a little bit with me. I feel there are a lot of people, you know, I'm a big Gary V fan. I watch, used to watch his weekly Vs and his daily V, like the vlogs on YouTube, which are great and I love them, but I'm just kind of sick of seeing successful people. And, you know, I get why they do, do it. And I don't mean this in a condescending way, but I'm sick of seeing successful people document the journey and just not hearing anything from the underdog, you know, the, the come up story. That's what this is about. You know, we see it in the movies, but it's always a remake, a recreation of, well, you know, I want to be the voice for the, the people with 2000 followers, with bloody 200 followers, with something that's early stages where they're not financial, they're struggling, it's tough to share, to share their journey, to share their story, because... I know that when, when I see people doing that, I get so much from it just to know that, oh, you know, I found myself sitting here for the first crazy for the first time at 24 years old that I was watching Eight Mile on Friday night, Eminem's movie, never watched it before. And, you know, it wasn't like an, it wasn't an amazing production or anything, but it was an amazing story. And I just sat there so pumped after that movie because I was like, to think that you can come from such hardship like that guy lived in a trailer 
with his with his mum and his sister with no money faced all the adversity was just like you know on on the other end of the spectrum like in a in a culture and a community like hip hop and rap where he was just ridiculed for not being black and like being this white guy who was trying to trying to spit bars or you know write rhymes he just like he just kept keeping on and and I dig that style of story in anyone like I dig that hearing like guys like LeBron who come from Akron and just have no money and come up and become successful and become you know influential people within their space for me that's just it's it's bloody empowering it's inspiring and to see stories like that I just think it's so possible it doesn't matter who you are where you're from or what you do if you believe in yourself you can achieve anything so I just want to document more of that this year and put it out there and I encourage you going back to what I started this little topic on I encourage you to to sit down at the end of your month at the end of your weeks and give yourself a monthly wrap up like this will be almost be a diary for me in a way to look back on in you know in six months time and three months time and and really see how far I've come it's it's me speaking these things into existence that's why I share my goals and my desires on here because that's powerful like manifesting it and speaking it into existence and making yourself accountable to others so just sit down at the end of each month write down a few points where you succeeded, write down a few of your failures. Don't consider them as failures, consider them as opportunities to learn and to grow. And in 2021, let's just all level up. This is the January wrap-up, ladies and gentlemen. It's an absolute privilege to be sharing a little bit more of my journey with you. I'm pumped for this next month ahead. The conversations that we're going to be having are literally just insane, like some incredible guests that are going to educate me as much as they're going to educate you So stay tuned, get around it, big love to you all, and make sure if you're not already, hit that subscribe button or that follow button, leave ratings, reviews, um, it's all really appreciated, and follow me on social, at Bradley J Driver. Let's get it, have have another bloody great month ahead.